0: and welcome back to BoJack HorsePod, the BoJack Horseman story. Today we will be discussing season one, episode six. Our story is a D story. My name is Kirsten McInnes and I am joined as always by the wonderful Lindsay Wilson. Lindsay, how's it going? Thanks, are going really well. How about you? Really good. I just realized I fully just rip off how Mary starts Kowski cast every week. I think down to calling you wonderful.
1: <laughs> I liked it.
0: And I don't care. I like it. It's a good start. And I don't think she's ever going to listen to this, so she won't know.
1: <laughs> I do the same intro every single week for The Simpsons pod, and I messed it up one time, and Alex was deeply distressed.
0: One time, Mary was like, it was like a backwards episode of Riverdale. And Mary was like, oh, how about you introduce the episode? Here's my script. And I did it. And she was like, I didn't like that that was weird
1: <laughs> did she redo it
0: no she she let it stand but she was uncomfortable with what it <laughs> transpired yes we're creatures of habit we podcast people i feel like i'm not though because <laughs> i'll like i'll host i'll be the guest i'll be i'll do a bunch of work or i'll do nothing like i could i could do it all okay <laughs> you're a chameleon what's wrong with me <laughs> i can't I, I literally can't cope with The person that I am, but it's fine. (laughs) So this episode picks up uh, a continuation of last week because we see Bojack and Diane getting picked up from the airport from their East Coast trip. And I love the airport. We actually got to see like some of the gates now for some of the airlines. And I just love that they have dispirited. Airlines.
1: <laughs> yeah, there was another one too. Did you notice what it was? I can't remember. I,
0: I didn't clock it. I was like, oh, I'll remember that. Let me write down dispirited. <laughs> and then I I didn't remember it. So if anyone picked that up, let us know.
1: I feel like we actually had someone write in about this. Let me. Oh, wonderful.
0: While you keep talking. (laughs) Perfect. So Mr. Peanut Butter is picking up Diane and there's a very funny exchange here where his sign uh, says honey on it, which he does not call Diane honey and has (laughs) never done it before. But he thinks he's invented the concept of calling (laughs) someone honey.
1: I love that there's a bear that's, like, super intrigued, like, oh, no, I'm not actually offering it.
0: It's like Winnie the Pooh running up, and he's like, no, 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 I don't have honey. I'm waiting for someone called honey.
1: Sarah flagged the other side gags here. She said the background signs for the airlines are sadness, dispirited, and smelta.
0: Smelta? Yep. (laughs) Oh, not that. (laughs) thank you sarah for for catching that for us again i can't read when there's words on the screen famously (laughs) famously i also really love so they offer bojack a ride he's like no todd's gonna come get me and then todd did not come get him of course because todd is in prison and when mr peanut butter is opening up the trunk of his car it's just full of (laughs) tennis balls I love it
1: so much because he's like so there's stuff going on between Diane and Bojack where they're talking, but you can just hear Mr. Peanut Butter in the background when he sees the tennis balls and he goes, Hey like he's so happy to see them.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's like the best thing that could happen for Mr. Peanut Butter is and he's so distracted, but he's also noticing this this vibe mm-hmm. that Diane and Bojack have that they did not previously have at least not to this extent where they've got inside jokes about like the in-flight magazine and all that kind of stuff and so when Diane's in the car and before Bojack gets in Mr. Peanut Butter goes do I have anything to worry about between you and and Diane and Bojack's like what <laughs> get out of here and it's so obviously fake and Mr. Peanut Butter's like oh good I love that's great to hear that.
1: Yeah, it's just instantly convinced like oh yeah okay everything's fine. I
0: was like that's what I I want to hear perfect. So we love that. We lo- and it's like very obvious that things have taken a turn for BoJack and Diane.
1: Yes, for sure. They're very giggly, very jokey with one another, just reminiscing about stuff that has nothing to do with Mr. Peanut Butter.
0: Sometimes, you know what I'm like. It's been so long since I've like met. Well, first of all, met a person in person, but also just like meeting someone new. And then you have like all those like that feeling of like Mm -hmm. vibing with someone is just such an exciting feeling. And I feel like they captured it so well.
1: I agree. And so I think it was last week or maybe two weeks ago on This American Life, they kind of talked about one of the small things you miss from pre-COVID times is like having things to gossip about and they tell this story about this girl who has just started asking people that she talks to like do you have any gossip about anyone I don't have to know them just like tell me any gossip about anyone (laughs) how incredibly satisfying that is
0: I didn't know that they had done this American life about me uh, (laughs) last week I also I it's so on brand that you listen to this American life I know, but if you had (laughs) asked oh do I listen to this American I probably would have been like no nobody actually <laughs> really listens
1: to that no one really listens to NPR it's just people pretend they do
0: <laughs> like I'll listen to if I hear that there's like a particular episode of this American life that's really good I might throw it on <laughs> but it, it's totally it's one of those things it's like how when we talked about Enneagram and I was like you're not a one no actually you no know I'll keep it in my contenders let me go through it and they're like no I'm a one I was like yeah it makes sense but I I just, it's not something I would have thought about otherwise.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's like the instant download.
0: Speaking of being an Enneagram one, I like went to make my bed this morning and then was like, <laughs> it's not worth it.
1: <laughs> Nothing is worth it.
0: I just like lightly pulled up the duvet and then I was like, this is fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've thought of you pretty much all week when I go to make my bed. I'm like, oh, classic type one. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> I love to hear it. I love that I'm who you think about first thing in yeah. the morning. <laughs>
1: I think about you when I wake up in the morning and when I go to sleep at night.
0: <laughs> Honestly, and if that isn't love, okay. What a dream. So they're dropping BoJack off, but BoJack is like, do we want to like get dinner or at least get road soda so I can maintain my current level of drunkenness? Mm-hmm. <laughs> have, have you ever had a road pop, Lindsay? No, never. I don't know what that I've- is. It's, so it's when you, like, bring a drink with you on your way to go somewhere so that you, like, if you've been pre-gaming, mm-hmm. you don't lose your drunkness.
1: Got it. Yeah, no, I was unfamiliar with this term.
0: Well, they also say soda, which is foreign to us as Canadians. Yes. But I've definitely heard the concept of a road pop.
1: Yeah, I mean, it makes sense.
0: Sometimes it's nice if you, but, like, also there's this feeling of, like, really you can't go without a drink for the, like... 30 minutes to get somewhere and then it like makes you feel bad
1: (laughs) a certain level of shame with the road soda
0: yeah it's i think if you're not feeling at least a little ashamed then probably should talk to someone i don't know (laughs) it's also like bojack asking about it so then it's like okay this is definitely not okay
1: yeah usually if you're relating too much with bojack it's not a great sign
0: yeah exactly it's so funny because this is like the one time that mr peanut butter wants to just hang out with diane and she's like no aren't you always saying you want (laughs) to hang out with bojack and wondering why he never returns your calls and asking me to get off the phone because what if bojack tries to call (laughs) just like that's so rude i feel like to say in front of bojack yeah,
1: for sure. And like, I don't know. I feel like Mr. Peanut Butter is clearly trying to be like, no, I want to hang out with you. I haven't seen you in a little bit. And also your father died while you were gone. Maybe we should hang out.
0: And she's like, no, I want BoJack, <laughs> which I think is an indication. Of the Other than Mr. Peanut Butter, I think the extent to which someone wants to hang out with BoJack Horseman is directly correlated to the like upheaval or trauma in their life at that time. Mm-hmm. Like no one's doing well. And they're like, yeah, I want to hang out with BoJack
1: yeah as he says he's usually a pre-rehab kind of friend exactly
0: but diane gets her way and her and bojack and mr peanut butter are having literally a romantic dinner but mr peanut butter is on the chair outside of the booth and diane and bojack are in the booth and Mm -hmm. it's very deeply uncomfortable and then like Mr. Peanut Butter keeps getting like bumped by servers and stuff too.
1: Mm-hmm. It's like a very effective way of showing that there's like something happening here where they're even physically closer together and so jokey and flirty and I don't know there's definitely something happening here.
0: It's very uncomfortable mm-hmm. and you could tell the Mr. Butter is uncomfortable and he's like well hey we have memories too let's talk about this <laughs> and Bojack just brushes it off with hey well can we make it about me again like I wasn't there so that's not cool and yeah. it's like, well, you're talking about all the stuff that Mr. Peanut Butter wasn't there for. Like, stop being a dick.
1: Yeah, he's like, can't we keep this general interest?
0: Yeah, about me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so then it becomes literally like the dumbest pissing contest mm-hmm. between BoJack and Mr. Peanut Butter. And they're going back and forth, like buying, like Mr. Peanut Butter buys everyone in the restaurant an Xbox. <laughs> So it, it starts because Mr. Peanut Butter gives Diana D-pendant because mm-hmm. he is dependent on her.
1: <laughs> so stupid. I love that Bojack thinks that the D is for dog.
0: <laughs> oh, very cute. A D for dog. Okay, Bojack. But yeah, it's very, it's very uncomfortable and bad. And even Diana's like, this had been fun, but also it's an offensive display of extravagant wealth. <laughs> and it does not stop there. It just continues on. Increasingly petty bets, which gets interrupted by some Todd stuff. So Todd... Todd is in jail.
1: Yeah, do you want to? Did we do what we did last week?
0: Let's crush the Todd (laughs) storyline. So, Todd is in jail. He has finally gotten in touch with Bojack. We find out that bail is $50, and that is all that needs to be paid for him to be out. But Bojack literally just won't go pay the $50. He's not listening. And the main thing with Todd is that he is in a two dates to the prom situation, but with prison gangs.
1: (laughs) Yeah, neither of them are great. Like the first one that he meets is a Nazi gang where he's like the with the Aryans or whatever. I do kind of like that Todd immediately like gets that they're Nazis without them having to explicitly say it. And then the other one is like the Latin kings. And they are also incredibly problematic.
0: It's wild that gangs are bad Um, (laughs) real shocker here (laughs) but it's so i hate it so much but he's like getting courted by the two gangs and it literally culminates in a part of him calling bojack being like i got a two days to the prom situation Mm -hmm. and bojack's like well don't be with both because that's going to cause more problems like just you have to pick one Mm -hmm. and there's like a mixer at the (laughs) like i don't understand what this mixer is at the ultramax prison yes
1: so strange. Yeah, they call it like the super max mixer. And it's just like the news will eventually say that Todd's efforts to make the two gangs unite has resulted in a full on race war.
0: Yeah, because he gets caught for trying to play both sides and gives a speech about how we don't even need gangs anymore. We're all just people. And it gets worse and worse. And then at the end of the episode, Todd is literally about to get curb stomped. Yeah. Before the, you know, wall to the prison is destroyed and they all escape.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. If Bojack had just paid the $50, he could have avoided all of this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Also, it's like, if you're in a gang, is Todd the one you want in a gang?
1: (laughs) Yeah, they're both very eager to have him, which is a bit surprising.
0: Like, I don't understand what's so appealing about Todd.
1: Yeah, he doesn't seem to be offering a ton to either side, but they're both into him.
0: And also, have you watched Breaking Bad before, Lindsay?
1: I have not, and this is a a big gap in my knowledge.
0: I'm watching Breaking Bad for the first time right now. I'm on season two, and the actor who voices Todd is like one of the main (laughs) characters on Breaking Bad, and it's just so weird to be hearing Todd's voice (laughs) like coming out of uh, like Jesse Pinkman's. Someone recently
1: said that to me of like this guy from Breaking Bad he's on BoJack and I was like what? Yeah
0: it's absolutely just so weird to hear because it's clearly the same voice like it's not like the the voice of Todd is some wild voice acting job Mm -hmm. and so it's very it's very unsettling for me but you know what it's fine I'm gonna finish I'll finish Breaking Bad fast and everything will be fine. (laughs) Good, good. But it's very weird. Okay, so back to BoJack. Mm -hmm. So even though at the end of the night of all the stupid and increasingly petty bets, which involve (laughs) like board games, the knife throwing, like there's all just a random assortment of crap in the restaurant because of yeah. course Bojack bought the restaurant so they never have to leave
1: yeah Bojack bought the restaurant Mr. Peanut Butter bought a helicopter it's like I kind of forgot this is how Bojack ended up with the restaurant actually like I remembered that he owns it but I couldn't remember why
0: well who and guess what I'm gonna forget it again in a week <laughs> but what's the worst is so Mr. Peanut Butter leaves with Diane after all of this and then Bojack goes to the bar where the bartender is still working so mm-hmm. it's like shouldn't this person Or I guess it's not technically a person, but shouldn't they be off work?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Bojack has to just keep paying this bartender forever. I don't know.
0: And then Bojack's like, I need a drink to, like, take off. Take the edge off, or whatever, and then they put up basically a bottle that says danger. Mm-hmm. He says maybe not that bad. Then a bottle of vodka, and he goes, "What is this breakfast?"
1: <laughs> and then the bottle says arsenic.
0: <laughs> did it say arsenic? I, I think, thought it said I saw cyanide. A skull is in, what I have I here. saw a skull and crossbones, and it <laughs> looked like poison. I can't read. But then the the middle ground is a bottle of absinthe, and Bojack drinks the entire bottle of absinthe, and like basically comes to the next morning being like, "Yeah." That worked and turns on the TV to find out that the D- From the Hollywood sign has been stolen. It is a (laughs) Hollywood-done-it. I love that.
1: And the news reporting of it is so brutal. Like, I love how they always rely on this stupid wordplay where, like, of course I wrote this down, but he says we're at DEFCON 5 until their diabolically deplaced D is demonstrably displayed once more.
0: And then it's also great because the anchor hates it every time, too. He's like, really? (laughs) This is what we're going with?
1: Yeah, he says, can we cool it with the alliteration? So angry.
0: (laughs) So funny. And so... This is where we we get the scene of Bojack discovers that the D from the Hollywood sign is in his pool because he stole it while he was drunk, and he had left a voicemail for Diane. Basically, it's the sounds of him stealing the sign. Like it's <laughs> not anything like remotely good. Bojack's like, as a general rule, you shouldn't listen to any voicemails after. Wait, when do I start? Drinking?
1: <laughs> Noon. <laughs>
0: I think noon is a generous estimate.
1: Yeah, I would agree with
0: that. He's like,
1: well, I guess whenever he wakes up, he seems to start then. Yeah.
0: So. Oh, so I guess if he sleeps until noon.
1: Yeah, that's possible.
0: Huh. OK, that works. But he like puts off Diane because he doesn't want her to see that he stole the D. But when he gets into his house, Mr. Peanut Butter is waiting for him. And he's yeah. like, I knew you stole it because you left me a voicemail telling me that you stole it. <laughs>
1: well and i love that part way through this princess carolyn calls and bojack just instantly confesses to her and then he's like although the d might be for david because apparently when i was drunk i printed out a bunch of pictures of david borianas
0: yes you did that (laughs) i love that that was so good and then there's a okay there's a point where princess carolyn uses a different f word what does she say does it
1: oh she says oh fish
0: fish thank you I was like what did she say (laughs) aliens you know and so she's going to distract Diane so that he can get rid of the deed so that she'll never see it but Mr. Peanut Butter knows and is there and is trying to make a deal with Bojack like here I'll help you get rid of it but you can never talk to Diane again and Bojack's like well we work together and he's like okay you won't pursue her romantically (laughs) which is also preceded by basically he's like do you like my girlfriend and Bojack goes on a monologue about how he's like very obviously in love Mm -hmm. with her he's like but do I like her no
1: yeah he's like attracted to her he like feels better when he's with her and like the best part he says does she get me in ways no woman ever has it's like okay this seems like indubitably yeah this is pretty (laughs) intense here
0: yeah it's it's definitely like a very intense crush that has Mm -hmm. developed here like I don't think you could actually say that there's love there Mm -hmm. but definitely strong attraction and I I, that kind of attraction kind of covers up a lot of things when you're first meeting someone so I I don't think that we could say that he's like in love with her but like he's definitely interested yes for sure I really liked where he's like, and do I have a history of trying to steal women? Yes.
1: Do I like her? No.
0: Absolutely not. So yeah. bad. It's so, every time anyone asks, he's like, what? <laughs> Get out of here.
1: You have a good impression of that.
0: I feel like I could see myself, like, in that, not this, this exact situation, <laughs> of course, but where someone's like oh like are you interested in that person what What? no (laughs) absolutely not come on could never be me Um, feelings (laughs) me no what (laughs) it's it's not good so (laughs) mr pant butter and bojack are going to get rid of the d together and they are making a plan while drinking some bailey and coffees Mm -hmm. just bad for planning but great for camaraderie
1: (laughs) They have this moment in here too where Princess Carolyn meets with Diane and I was like, This is not a great method of distracting someone where it's like, okay, I'll handle Diane. And she's just like, so Bojack's obviously in love with you. It's <laughs> like, what is happening here?
0: Yeah, but you have to think about it too. Princess Carolyn is Bojack's ex and recently Extremely so like, recently. She's not gonna be happy that Bojack has feelings for someone else, and like those feelings seem to be much deeper than what they shared when they actually dated. Like mm-hmm. The position that she is in is horrible.
1: Oh, for sure. Like, definitely team Princess Carolyn here. It's just weird that it's like, okay, I'll handle it. Don't worry about it. And then the first thing is like, oh, he's in love
0: with you. (laughs) I'm still on board with her. But you're. (laughs) it didn't give the longest lasting uh, distraction because it starts (laughs) insulting Diane. So the plan that they are doing to get rid of the D is... Mr. Peanut Butter is going to use his helicopter to fly it out over the ocean and drop it in, which mm-hmm. that's a lot of pollution all at once. Yeah. <laughs> and Bojack is going to create the distraction, which is going to be making it rain dollar bills off of a building in downtown Los Angeles.
1: Yeah, we get a little foreshadowing or something where Mr. Peanut Butter gets distracted by Bojack saying, like, oh, you're stealing my thunder. And he's just staring off into the distance, like, stealing your thunder thunder
0: yes which we do end up getting the the results of that Mm -hmm. at at the end of the episode yeah but which but it's funny because in the moment you just think that mr peanut butter is a dumb idiot (laughs) yes and then
1: when bojack's like throwing his money around everybody's like yeah it's only one dollar bills don't bother like don't even care about the fact that it's literally raining one dollar bills
0: if it's raining one dollar bills and everyone else is like i'm not gonna bother I will be the one to bother. I 100%. will bother about that. I will pick up those dollar bills.
1: Yes, definitely. No question.
0: Especially American dollars. Whew. <laughs> what Rich. can't we buy? <laughs> exactly. So but that distraction does not work. No one wants to pick it up until Beyonce like trips on one of the dollar bills or slips <laughs> on it and hurts herself. And that becomes the big news story.
1: Mm-hmm. Did you notice the voice actor for Beyonce
0: course i didn't <laughs>
1: <laughs> yvette nicole brown is doing uh, the beyonce voice here which is pretty fun
0: we love yvette nicole brown yes well i i just don't recognize people's voices that well so yeah. except you know todd's voice in real life then i'm like, oh. <laughs> mind blown and so yeah there's another really great like news with the anchor man who's like going through all of the destiny's child and beyonce song titles, basically.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> she slipped on all the single dollars.
0: All the single dollars?
1: All the single dollars.
0: <laughs> and yeah, it's like, Oh, she went from crazy in love to, I don't even remember yeah, what like, they wrote down. Yeah,
1: crazy in pain or I don't know. Uh, yeah, and I, I love
0: mean. that they're like, all oh, the bills, bills, bills. Yeah,
1: <laughs> she's a survivor. She's going to keep on surviving.
0: They did a good job with that. I should have written down all of the, the lyrics and, and titles, but. Yeah,
1: the only one I wrote down was all the single dollars, but they're all great.
0: They, they did a good job with that. And then it's breaking news because something is happening with the D from the Holly (laughs) Woo sign. And we thought, I thought, you know, originally watching this, that of course it's going to be like Mr. Peanut Butter like flying around with the D and it's just embarrassing and bad. But no, (laughs) he has turned himself in to the authorities because he stole the D for his girlfriend Diane and it's all love. Mm
1: -hmm. And Bojack is horrified. He calls him a literal son of a bitch.
0: Bojack is furious. Mm Mm-hmm. Because he's like, really? Like, once again, I've been completely ripped
1: off. He's mm-hmm. stolen my thunder again.
0: I, he says, I was double crossed by someone who I didn't even think could single cross. <laughs>
1: yeah and he thought this was such a bad idea but now everyone is calling it the most romantic gesture in the history of romance and gestures
0: and so if he had just said diane when i'm in love with you maybe it would have worked but he cannot express feelings (laughs) he says that's not true i can express feelings to princess carolyn and then there's a scene of him burning his hand on the stove (laughs) saying like nothing outside nothing inside i love that so much so dark so dark but so good so Diane basically drives up during the middle of the uh, press conference that Mr. Peanut Butter is hosting. The police are the police cat is also there, and they're like, "I could never like arrest you for love."
1: Yeah, the day you make romance a crime is the day I hand in my badge or something like that. <laughs> yes,
0: I think that's a direct quote.
1: <laughs> <laughs> make love a
0: crime. Yeah. <laughs> well, and what what year was that? Is that a, that like definitely like uni- marriage? was not legalized for gay people at that time was it
1: hmm what well, was here but or question. if it
0: was yeah well it's been here for a long time when yeah. did it when did they legalize gay marriage in america
1: 2015
0: and then when is so this is like right one? before i think okay yeah so this would have definitely been written and recorded like oh yeah season one was 2014 Mm-hmm. So this is before. So that is a a nice little reference to that. Like, oh, the day you make love a crime. It's like, listen, love <laughs> has been a crime. So, good point. Didn't even May- occur to me. Maybe a cab. You know, just mm-hmm. maybe.
1: <laughs> oh man!
0: Wow, look at me putting the pieces together. I'm yeah, just-
1: so insightful.
0: Look at that. I, I was like, love a crime, love a crime. It's like, and then it's like that gif of like the woman, like the trigonometry symbols over her face. Like, love it's love a crime. <laughs> or like Mr. Peanut Butter being like, steal your thunder, steal your thunder. We could, we should put the like trigonometry symbols over that. Over Mr. Peanut Butter. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be really funny. Someone do that for us. <laughs> yeah, that would be an A plus meme. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have the skills to do it, but if I, I did... I most
1: certainly do not.
0: If I did, let me tell you, there'd be no stopping me. <laughs> Are there any, like, really good Bojack Horseman memes?
1: I've seen the nothing on the outside, nothing on the inside one used before.
0: I See, I had, like, fully forgotten about that scene. Like, that's deeply troubling to me.
1: Yeah, that one stands out to me, but I wouldn't have been able to tell you it was from this episode.
0: I feel like... I didn't love this episode that much but I guess we could talk about it at the end. So Diane comes up to the the press conference and she is like, whoa, this is a lot and this is not me and I don't like it that much.
1: Yeah, for sure. And everyone's like expecting her to respond really positively. Like even Mr. Peanut Butter is like, And do you love anyone?
0: Yeah, it's so awkward. And then there's also like Bojack fully like tries to influence the relationship a little bit by being like, obviously, like that's not something that you someone who really knows you would do for you.
1: Yeah, and Princess Carolyn has said like this isn't something you would have done. Like, yeah, sure, Mr. Peanut Butter kind of took your thing, but he made it into a romantic gesture, and that's like classic Peanut Butter.
0: Exactly. Yeah, the, it's really a point is made of Mr. Peanut Butter's career and has really copied Bojack's career, but he does it in like a s- heartfelt, sentimental, like positive way, whereas Bojack is like the gritty, alcoholic, bad person version of Mr. Peanut Butter.
1: Yeah, he's like able to give it the heart that
0: Bojack can't. Cause there's nothing on the outside, nothing on the inside. <laughs> it's so dark. That is really dark. Like when when something that my sister and I do when we're trying not to let people know about emo our emotions, because you know of course emotions make you weak, which they mm-hmm. don't. But I have <laughs> mental illness. I we we say conceal, don't feel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I love that.
0: And that's something we've been doing for years. When conceal, don't feel, and it's like more effective for her than it is for me. But like. Nothing on the outside, nothing on the inside. (laughs) That's just like, that's like concealed don't feel on steroids.
1: That's a much more intense version. I also, just you talking about things you and your sister do, I meant to note to you that I received two separate calls from the revenue department today, so perfect timing.
0: (laughs) I thought you, I thought you were going to bring up talking to one of your many siblings. (laughs) Nope.
1: (laughs) and not talking to the revenue people
0: <laughs> i mean you can't talk to the revenue people there's a warrant out for your arrest the magistrate <laughs> is coming
1: if I'm not careful, I'm done.
0: Like, you can't let them know where you are. What's <laughs> so bad. That's oh, like, God. how is that scam still running?
1: I don't understand. And I don't know how they have so many numbers. I've and blocked the, so many.
0: And then people fall for it. Mm-hmm. They're like, here's a thousand gift cards. <laughs> what? As if the government wants a gift card to the iTunes store. Yeah,
1: you send me an iTunes gift card and all is forgiven. (laughs)
0: yeah classic that's why like bail is accepted in gift cards too oh wait (laughs) it's not so sad i just like wish people looked out for the people that are gonna fall for scams like that Mm -hmm. a little bit better okay
1: versus carolyn when he's like She's explaining to BoJack, like, you can never express your feelings. And then before he's about to hang up, she's like, wait, would you see a Kate Blanchett in a movie about Ava Braun? And he goes, why are you wasting my time with this? Of course I would. Who wouldn't? And I love that reaction. And also, it will be important going forward. So
0: It was also a really good tie-in to the Todd gang plot line, True. where the one Nazi is like, and yeah, so Ava Braun was like the fifth Beatle.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like, I had no idea that Nazis were so interested in Nazi history.
0: I don't like anything that's going to have a major plot line about Nazis. I'm just not interested, especially with the hindsight of what's happened in the last like six years.
1: Yeah, I feel like they do an okay job of making it so it's not like horribly offensive. And they've managed to weave that fairly effectively, but it's also like really uncomfortable.
0: They're not defending Nazis at any point, Mm -hmm. but it's also like just not funny.
1: Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, there was no moment during that plot line where I was like, hilarious.
0: It's like, like it's exactly, it's not funny. And it's not really that crucial to the show. Well, yeah,
1: that's the thing. We were able to just sort of burn through that plot line in like a minute. So there's not yeah. a lot going on here.
0: Like, so that's, it's just like, why? Like, it, it's not even like you're building up to something else. You could have just done something else you could have had instead of it being a full race war, it could have been Uh, some other kind of turf war i don't know Mm -hmm.
1: yeah well i mean even just like seeing todd at the end when he's like about to be curb stomped he has his teeth on the thing i was just like this is horrifying like even that was uncomfortable
0: i I don't like anything that's gonna remind me of the first two minutes of american history x i don't want you know i don't want it yeah yeah agreed so frustrating so the episode ends, and the end of this episode, I think, is really the only part of the episode that I thought was, like, that good.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: this this wasn't my favorite episode. So Bojack is at the bar, and he is leaving a voicemail for Diane. And he's talking about how he's never really told her, but he appreciates her and likes her, and he hates himself less when he's around her, and just really giving the most emotional, real talk from Bojack that we've gotten thus far.
1: Yeah, I think the thing that he says that is really poignant is where he just says like, I'm sorry, I'm being difficult, but it's hard to have somebody know you. And he's like letting her in in a way that he usually doesn't let people in. And so he's pretty vulnerable here and acknowledges that that's hard to deal with. But he appreciates her and I think that's a big step for him
0: this is I think the first like real positive step Bojack has taken even though it's not positive because he's Mm -hmm. trying to scam someone else's girlfriend yeah not great but it's what's like especially kind of powerful about this is that it's cut with the scene of Mr. Peanut Butter, and it's a dark room and he has made Diane like a very personalized scrapbook of their time together and he's making a speech about how they're different but they bring out the best in each other and they're such a good couple and will you marry me and Mm -hmm. Diane says yes Mm -hmm. and it's it's so it's it's like heart wrenching because I feel like even though it's all bad, I'm still kind of like, oh, Diana Bojack, think that'd be cute.
1: <laughs> yeah, and there's also you know a bit of bitter sweetness here too, where he's created this whole moment for her, and he's like, no cameras, just us. And then after she says yes, he's like reveals that there were cameras everywhere the whole time. Like Erica, she said yes.
0: Yeah, and it's like you kind of see the wind go out of Diane's sails in that mm-hmm. moment, like so quickly. And yeah. when she started speaking with Mr. Peanut Butter, she declines Bojack's call. But mm-hmm. when the cameras are there, Bojack is the one that she calls. And she's like, so it's weird, but like I'm getting married. And, yeah, and he's just
1: like, you can delete that message. It was just like a drunk message from me. So don't worry about it.
0: And it's like, oh, no. Mm-hmm we hate this like it's hard because it's like Bojack is not like this a traditional story where romance is like the key to the show Mm -hmm. but it's still like I'm definitely kind of a romantic at heart which is like so (laughs) stupid if you actually like know me you're like what shut up but I it's like I still can't help it in like shows like this where they're definitely portraying like the will they or won't they I'm always like oh my god Like I I hope they do. I need (laughs) this to happen. Like literally I was talking with a friend about Superstore and there's one couple (laughs) that is very much like they're wheeling for the first like however many episodes and then there's the moment where they finally kiss and I was sitting there like kiss 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 (laughs) yes it's finally happening and my friend literally is like I'm so mad that they kissed like I don't like them together I wish that they were just apart and I was like no I would die for them I would literally (laughs) die for them and he's like whoa don't spoil me like on what's happening I'm like no at the point that you are talking about I was ready to die for them
1: (laughs) I would already die for them
0: Like I'm, I would never spoil you on something. I would just simply die for them.
1: Oh my god, so invested.
0: I and that's the thing is I get so invested in it, and it's so funny because I think when I first started, like when I first watched BoJack when it was new, I think I was very much like, oh, I want BoJack and Diane to be together. And then looking back from like my 2021 lens, or even honestly like a 2018 2019 lens for me, is I would be like, oh no, like they're not good for each other, and I don't think they should be together.
1: Well, so this actually like feeds in pretty effectively to two emails that we got, one from Sarah and one from Stefan. Where Stefan says, uh, "At this point in the series, do you ship them?" And Sarah said, "Do you like them as a couple? Like in theory at this point?" And she says, "Like she's not into Mr. Peanut Butter, but she also felt." that Bojack was only into her because she was writing a book about him. So she was showing interest in him.
0: Well, what do you think about that?
1: So I think I'm with you in the sense that when I was first watching this, I was like, you know what, I'm into this. Like, I think that they could be good for each other. And now looking back, I'm like, no, he is so incredibly toxic. That is not good. I don't necessarily think... Mr. Peanut Butter is perfect for Diane either that we clearly see here that there are some major differences between the two of them. But just because there's definitely some feelings here doesn't mean that it's a good idea. So I don't anymore.
0: Just think, like, how many times have you been attracted to someone and then you learn, like, the smallest crumb of who they are and you're like, oh my god. (laughs) This? Yeah. Or,
1: Or, like, even the alternative of that where it's like, oh someone starts to kind of get to know you or you start getting to know them you're like oh like they're so interesting and just because you are into someone doesn't mean that they would be good for you and I think that we both probably have dating stories to that effect
0: (laughs) a hundred percent I feel like it's definitely a big problem where you'll be like oh like oh my god this person like they have so many stories and they're so interesting oh my god and it's like (laughs) no literally they're trash cut them out
1: (laughs) I remember you saying I think it was during the like too hot to handle stuff where you were saying like I'm attracted to this person that means that they're a douche
0: oh yes so my it's very famous on the if you listen to any of my podcasts about dummies on islands looking for love which is my kind of my brand on rhap my type is tall and toxic (laughs) it's bad every time i think that oh i'm attracted to someone i'll be like no goodbye i need to walk away (laughs) and it's gotten to the point where even when i'm like swiping on dating apps i'm like should i be swiping on the people that i'm not attracted to
1: (laughs) Yes, it's it's so counterintuitive. But so one of the things that I always say is that I completely changed my dating criteria where I was like, okay, you need to rethink everything that you're looking for in a man. (laughs) And eventually I was like, okay, just find someone who's nice, find someone who's kind. And then if that that is present we're, that's a good start let's start with that and that was very effective but like all the other things I was finding all my criteria were deeply deeply flawed
0: okay but like what were some of the criteria I need you to help me because you're someone who then <laughs> found love
1: Just how it sounds when I'm like, I decided to stop looking for smart and funny. (laughs) But that's not what happened. It's just I changed the order of priorities where I was like, okay, look for kindness first. And if they can fulfill that basic requirement, that's a good spot to start. Because I I feel like like
0: smart and funny are also basic requirements.
1: Yes, definitely. You you want to have those two, but I think they are less important where like, if at number one, you have someone who's like, I am a genius, they're often a dick. And if you have someone who's like, I am hilarious, they're often also a douche. And so I find that those two things are not sufficient on their own.
0: Because I think that I am smart and hilarious.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I used to have that as my like hinge prompt. I was like, don't really care if you're funny. It's really important that you think I'm funny.
0: My, again, famously, my Tinder bio currently is extremely hot and funny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a shoe fits, you know?
0: It's the whole thing. And then someone will be like, oh, are you hotter? or Are you funnier? And I'm like, leave me alone. Or they'll be like, what's a what's a joke? Like, oh you're funny, tell me a joke.
1: I hate that so much. And I
0: was like, My whole life, how about you? And then they did not reply because they obviously can't sit with me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, I when I said like it's really important that you think I'm funny, they were like, Okay, but like how do I know that you're actually funny? Like, do you want me to just pretend? And I was like, Okay, well You'll
0: know after talking to me, you dumb idiot.
1: (laughs) You won't have to pretend.
0: The bar is so low. And men are literally like, let's dig a tunnel. Like, let me get under that as however I can.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, the bar is so low where it's like, be nice. And then also, if you're funny and smart, like, wow, you're all three. Like, the perfect trifecta. But it's very hard to find all three.
0: It's so, that's so disappointing.
1: Yes. Yes. Incredibly.
0: Like, I don't think it's that hard.
1: No. It shouldn't be so hard.
0: I'm all three, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> i'm such a narcissist we got a full stop. package <laughs> it's like hi i'm here and i'm the full package <laughs> but no i don't i don't know how we got where we are currently but uh
1: do we ship bojack and diane
0: <laughs> so at when i first watched i shipped them this watch i don't ship them but i also don't ship her with mr peanut butter because like mm-hmm. even though he's like quote unquote nice I just Mm -hmm. don't think that they make sense.
1: Yeah, for sure. A lot of things that I like about how he is with her in the stuff I said last week about when she calls and tells him she's having a rough time. And he's just like, I'm sorry to hear that. That really sucks. And is doing a good job being nice and supportive. But he also does things like in this episode where clearly that proposal is all just for him. Like that wasn't for Diane. He made a whole spectacle of it knowing that she would hate that. And I think that's important not to overlook that.
0: Well, yeah, and he obviously wants to lock down Diane because he is afraid of losing her to BoJack.
1: Yeah, that's also a super tough look where he spends the whole episode just competing with BoJack. I like that you said pissing contest because that's what I wrote down too, where like he's just so insecure about it that it doesn't come across as him being like, I need to lock this down because I'm in love with her. He's like, I need to lock this down because BoJack is a threat.
0: Yeah, it's like, so she doesn't leave me. I need to Mm -hmm. trap her with me through marriage. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So... We don't, I don't like that.
1: Yeah, so I guess like it seems like kind of the short answer for both of us is like, not really. We don't, especially ship them. But
0: the first time we watched.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was all in for Because we were,
0: <laughs> a Bojack is tall, dark, and toxic. So <laughs> true. Maybe Bojack's my type. <laughs> That's embarrassing. Oh, That's the, and that is why. I would rather be alone.
1: <laughs> Stay far away. I was definitely into that as well. Like I, the types that I went after were incredibly toxic. So it's. I like to think I've broken the wheel, you know.
0: Well, we'll have to wait until I meet your man.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can be the judge
0: for me. I feel I'll, like that's I'll, I'll tell you if you've broken <laughs> the wheel or not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. OK, and there was another email as well. Oh,
1: yes, that's right. Uh, yes, we also got one based on last week from a new emailer. KX is the name that is provided. And they said, is closure a myth? So that's based on last week where uh, Bojack said that closure is a myth that's made up by Steven Spielberg. What are your thoughts on this?
0: I think yes and no. Like, I I do think that in some situations, it is nice to have like a follow-up conversation if you can maturely do that and like fully (laughs) understand why things went the way that they did. But in general, I think most people aren't ready to have that conversation. and so you can't get like the like so you can't achieve it so then it kind of becomes a myth.
1: Yeah, no, I think I agree with that. Like there have definitely been relationships in my life where I've been like, oh, I really wish I could get some closure on that. but also like, there would be so much negativity and so many sort of toxic hoops to jump through in order to interact with that human again to get that closure and it's like well I don't think this would even achieve what I want it to it's probably not worth it it's better to just move on without it I think in a lot of cases
0: yeah ex- exactly like I think it's the kind of thing where you can't let yourself get caught up in oh well what what went wrong why like sometimes two people just aren't meant to be together and that's it that's what went wrong go yeah. move on
1: Yeah, I think it's often as simple as that. And I think we are looking for something that's like more romantic and more storybook where it's like, I got a clear cut ending and not everything has an ending like that. Like a lot of things are just going to be kind of messy and aren't going to have this like beautifully wrapped up ending one way or the other. It's just going to be this question mark in your life and you just have to deal with it.
0: I think people need to become more comfortable with uncertainty. Yes,
1: I think that's good advice for everything.
0: Everything yeah
1: so that was very profound okay, one other one other question from stefan was stealing the d romantic
0: no like what are you gonna do with that
1: yeah exactly
0: like, the fact and, that they don't give it back mm-hmm. is wild to me
1: yeah diane clearly hates it like I, I got the impression she's not like wild about the bracelet in the first place
0: so. like, where are you supposed to put the d from the hollywood sign mm-hmm. like yes. they have a big home but nobody yeah. has room for that.
1: Yeah, and in the press conference, it's literally just like up against the side of their house, it's and like it's the size,
0: <laughs> the size of the house. Yeah, yeah.
1: So not, I don't know. I think this is like it's it's overkill. As Mr. Peanut Butter will eventually concede.
0: I but I do love like the Hollywood running joke in this show is one of my favorites, and yeah. I also really liked how in the Supermax prison the D is crossed off of everything. <laughs> like yeah, like everyone too. just immediately accepts, okay, it's Hollywood now. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, everyone's just instantly like, yep, Hollywood." And then at the end, even there's like a song at the very end that closes it out, and it's like Hollywoo, Hollywoo,
0: <laughs> and now the art for our podcast makes sense.
1: Yes, exactly. For those of you who are watching for the first time, you now understand.
0: I guess there are people watching for the first time, but I feel like it's mostly people who started watching and then fell off.
1: Yeah, I think that's true.
0: So I think everyone probably understood it, the reference before, but if if you didn't, now you do. You're welcome. Congratulations. (laughs) This is a big achievement in watching BoJack Horseman. (laughs) I was going to check and see if we got any new reviews, but of course I didn't get there. (laughs)
1: okay there's a new one from sam stanish
0: oh thanks sam we love sam sam has two great podcasts on the bitter jurors pod and word on on the the Straits. big sam fan over here definitely check him out
1: Uh, so sam's review says just found out about this podcast already obsessed finally people i trust covering this amazing show so
0: very nice thanks sam and thanks to uh, everyone who rates and or reviews we accept five-star reviews only. So if you're going to leave less than five stars, just no go, don't even think about it. Just get out of here. We need external validation. So please.
1: Yeah, I think we've made that abundantly clear. Please. That is very important to us.
0: <laughs> it also is really important at helping other people find the podcast so that we can have more listeners, so that we have even more validation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, all praise all the time. So please, all five stars. All <laughs>
0: That's perfect. Okay. like the
1: byline of this podcast.
0: Have we we covered ever? I feel like this episode didn't really have that much meat in it, even though it was like a pretty pivotal Bojack episode
1: yeah I found myself and I agree with you that this definitely wasn't my favorite of the episodes that we've talked about where it took me two sessions to watch this one and that has never happened yet so. did
0: Kate okay, did Bojack do anything this episode that we need to rank how bad it is I get, like, he oh, stole true. the Hollywood sign
1: yeah he didn't bail Todd out he kept ignoring him oh
0: that's one of the worst things Yeah. That's bad. Okay, so what do we have as the top three worst things that Bojack's done so far?
1: Okay, I will tell you. Oh, I also had a comment from Jeremy where he was suggesting... Let me pull that up real quick because I thought it was quite insightful. So currently in our running bad things that Bojack does, the first one is sleeping with Sarah Lynn slash enabling her. Mm -hmm. Then the rock opera. Number two is the rock opera. Number three is being mean to Diane in front of her brothers. And then lastly is Neil McBeal.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: So then he says... I'm not so sure about this because maybe I'm much more sympathetic to Todd. He doesn't exploit or take advantage of BoJack in the same way that Sarah Lynn does. So he's basically saying like, Todd is so innocent and BoJack is still ruining his life. He says, I think how calculated and cold the rock opera thing is, whereas the Sarah Lynn thing, it feels a little more sloppy and impulsive. So I definitely think it's bad. Obviously both shitty things and the Sarah Lynn thing seems objectively worse, but there's something so dark and deliberate about how he sabotages Todd that I can't get past.
0: And I don't disagree. I (laughs) just think like the relationship relationship between sarah lynn and bojack just like makes it so bad
1: oh yeah for sure like i definitely think we have these in the right order (laughs) like
0: it sends sarah lynn on like an even worse path than what she's already on obviously as she just goes to get enabled by somebody else Mm -hmm. whereas todd like he's still gonna have a home over like his life isn't like is just not getting better versus like sarah lynn's life who's actively getting worse
1: yes for sure so i just thought it was like a a it's a fair point
0: a fair point i do think that for the most part the things that bojack does to todd are right up at the top there
1: Mm -hmm. where do you think this one goes in terms of not bailing him out is it better or worse than todd out is
0: definitely not as bad as the rock opera Mm -hmm. like it's still bad
1: yeah todd seems like he's handling it okay like he He manages to avoid getting Yeah, and he manages to avoid actually getting curb stomped, so that's good. I think if he was, like, horribly injured in prison. Yeah, if he died,
0: sure, then it would be the worst thing.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so I think, like, it's worse than being mean to Diane, but not as bad as the rock opera. What do you think?
0: I would agree completely. Okay,
1: so Bailing Todd is now number three.
0: Well, not Bailing
1: Todd. Not Bailing Todd,
0: (laughs) Perfect. Look at this. I, we have one segment and I was about to forget about it.
1: <laughs> I definitely forget.
0: <laughs> I'm like, wait, what did he do? Did he do anything bad? Like, <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> it's very subjective. Okay. I think we did it. I think we've come to the end of another BoJack HorsePod.
1: <laughs> another extremely focused episode of BoJack HorsePod.
0: I think the first half of this is the most focused podcast we've done to date.
1: I would agree with that. Yes. The first like 25 minutes, it was like steaming right through. And
0: then uh, then the second half is where it all fell apart, but <laughs> I, I can't come to, to regret it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. It's all good. Okay. Well, Lindsay, if people want to hear more from you, where can they find you? Yes,
1: you can find my other work at the Simpsons Then and Now podcast. We are on Twitter at Simpsons Then Now
0: perfect and if people want to email us or contact us for this podcast it's bojackhorsepod at gmail.com or at bojackhorsepod on twitter we're there we're we're tweeting please come chat with us there and if you want to hear more from me you're in luck because i'm everywhere you can catch me on all social media at kirsten said what including twitch.tv slash kirsten said what you can catch me recapping riverdale weekly on kowski cast that is cow with a K and then starting, uh, I guess last week when this gets re- re- released, I will be recapping the premiere of Temptation Island with Ooh. Rob Sestrino and Maggie Morgan over on RHAP and then moving on from that we'll be recapping Temptation Island Weekly with Maggie Morgan because I thought, sure I'll take a third weekly podcast.
1: <laughs> I don't have enough to do.
0: Oh, no, I, I haven't been sleeping so let's give myself more things to do other than sleep. It's fine <laughs> but please check me out all of those places. I need obviously more more validation than anybody. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye.